Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 to 3 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. We're broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. The unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. 
welcome in. We got a, a metric ton to get to. Um, essentially, every professional sport now kind of in some form of swing as we're getting closer and closer to training camp for basketball, for hockey. And of course, you also have it for uh, the NFL. We're, we're in game week. We are one day away, one day away from the NFL season kicking off at SoFi Stadium, where it ended last year with another home team winning another Super Bowl. That, that's weird, by the way. Like, it's one of those we haven't really um, uh, we, we haven't really kind of discussed, which is you, you remember a couple years ago, there's never been a home team win a Super Bowl. And now the last two is like, yeah, there's been a home team win a Super Bowl. It's like not that big a deal. Um, this team won't win a Super Bowl, but it's the most over-discussed team, I think, in the NFL. It's the New York Jets. Now, I know you think we talk about the Cowboys, or everybody talks about the Cowboys too much, but the Cowboys did win 12 games last year. The Cowboys have had years in which they've won 12, 13. Dez caught it. Of course, they did win three Super Bowls in the 90s. Um, they've had great players. The, the Jets' claim to fame is that they went to the AFC Championship game twice with Mark Sanchez as the quarterback. That, that's it. That's really Jets football. And back in an era where TV was black and white and no one who's listening to sports radio who's under 60 years old, 70 years old, remembers Joe Namath calling a shot and winning a Super Bowl, right? Nobody remembers that. So that's the Jets claim to fame. But they're in New York. Um, a lot of a lot of broadcasters. And when I say broadcasters, it's a very broad term. People are like, what do you do? I don't think I'm a broadcaster, but maybe I am. I mean, it's just a great um, overall term. Like, what I'm a broadcaster. Well, what does that mean? Well, I'm not a play-by-play guy. I do color analysis. I do opinion stuff. I do interviews. Uh, I do a podcast. I do a radio show. I guess that's a broadcaster. But many people, especially on the, the play-by-play side and on the host side and on the production side as well, producers as well, are New Yorkers and... Many of them follow the, why is Syracuse so covered? Well, Syracuse has been good, plus a lot of Syracuse alums. Same thing with the Jets. And a lot of New Yorkers from Jersey, a lot of New Yorkers from Long Island, and Long Island used to be the home of the Jets. They used to play where the Mets played at Shea Stadium. But they're kind of an over-discussed team. On the other hand, this is sort of interesting. This is their third consecutive foray, maybe even fourth, if you want to go all the way back to Sanchez, they've tried the young quarterback thing four times over in the first or second round. We'll give Geno Smith as one of those. They took a, a swing there and he was a starting quarterback for a couple of years. He was a second round pick. But they had Sam Darnold. That didn't work. They have Zach Wilson so far. Not much. They had Geno Smith. That didn't work. They had Mark Sanchez. who had great success with. And many people would tell you, in spite no, more, more than because of Sanchez, who was more of a game manager, although I do think there were some underrated things he did with his feet and in pressure situations. But Robert Sala yesterday said, hey, I'll have an update for you today as Zach Wilson was cleared to come back to practice after having his knee cleaned up. You know, he had a meniscal tear of some, some level. Here is Robert Sala today. 
The earliest he's going to be available is Pittsburgh, just from everything we gathered over the last couple of days. Uh, now, can it change? Sure, I'm always going to leave that door open. You guys know me. I'm the eternal optimist. But uh, we are going to make sure that both mind and body are 110%, make sure we do right by him. And we feel like talking to the doctors and everyone, it's going to be that Pittsburgh week. There was always that hope. You guys know me. There's always that hope. But after all the information gathering, uh, it's just not worth the risk. Uh, he hasn't had a setback. He looks fantastic. He still looks good. He feels good. And you guys will see him. He's not walking with a limp or anything, but just gathering all the information and, and talking to their doctors along with ours, we're just going to end it until Pittsburgh. All right, so they have the Ravens with Joe Flacco, former Raven, led the Ravens to the Super Bowl, former backup to Lamar Jackson, who of course going to start and star for the Ravens this weekend. They have that in Jersey. Then they go to Cleveland, take on the Browns, then the Bengals, defending AFC champions at home. Then they take on the Steelers, obviously never an easy task, and that's supposed to be game one. But it, it is interesting how, like, the little things that can screw up the development of a quarterback, right? Playing a guy right away, sometimes that can screw him up. Not playing him enough early, that can screw him up. Injuries oftentimes are the hardest part, especially when injuries occur late in the year because then it hurts your ability to rehab. It, 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 you're, instead of working on your game in the offseason, you're rehabbing in the offseason. Zach Wilson's offseason was, um, need a word here, um, interesting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need to go into the details, do I, of the rumors about his off-the-field behavior? N- nothing illegal, maybe illicit, maybe frowned upon, maybe smiled upon. All depends on your perspective. Um, but at least there was that. Plus, there was the put some man muscles on 15 to 20 pounds. And we've been told, like, the, the biggest sale in the Jets personnel being better. Have you seen this? Is seven of the guys they got cut immediately got picked up, which either says they have better talent that they're cutting guys other people want, or maybe they're cutting the wrong guys. It's also a possibility. But whatever the case is, the guy's development, like, you got to start to know something year two and year three. You got to know what you have. The best way to build a, a club from the ground up in the NFL, it's been proven, is you have a quarterback on a rookie contract scale. Years two, three, and four are the money years in which they're not. They get paid a bunch up front, and then the fifth-year option, that hurts you a little bit on the cap. Not like Aaron Rodgers, not like Russell Wilson, not like whatever Lamar is going to sign for, Dak Prescott, Pat, Pat Mahomes, but it still is a little bit more prohibitive especially when you're a top three, top four pick, what you make in your fifth year. But those three years, those are money years. And because of how much he played last year, granted he got injured a little bit last year, it, it feels more make or break this year than it probably should. It feels like there's more focus because of the internet stories and the jokes than it probably should. It feels more like, is Zach Wilson kind of a, a lemon? Right? Has anybody ever bought a lemon? You know what a lemon is, right? It's a car you can't keep out of the shop. Right? Um, and it's one of those cars which you're like, it's always something wrong. It's just always something wrong. Now, we can be fair and say Zach Wilson last year didn't have the pieces. Zach Wilson last year probably played ahead of when his body, you know, in terms of physicality should have. And the Jets, well, they're in rebuild mode, and year one is always difficult. 
But at some point in time, you got to decide on that car, like, do I need a lemon and just, you know, take a little bit of a loss and move on? Or, or do I, is this the car that I want and all those little thing knobs that don't work, air conditioning that seems to be screwy, navigation that sends me to the wrong place, all of those things, ah, it was hot outside, ah, it was just a glitch in the system, ah, it was just a recall. That's a really hard one. The Jets are a team that we focus upon mostly because a lot of people in the industry grew up as a Jet fan, more so than they actually matter. But for a guy who kind of came out of nowhere to be this good-looking, super athletic, hey, he's got the swag, he can understand New York, I don't know, you get hurt early in your second season after a disappointing first year and your off-the-field uh, dating activities come into question on the old uh, Twitter sphere, that one seems like you have my attention because we may be making a determination whether or not Zach Wilson is the dude or not the dude by the end of the year. Make sense? This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Baseball is a curious game, isn't it? Weird things happen. And the expression in the game is what we call our next segment. It's time for That's Baseball. The Yankees star outfielder Aaron Judge hit home run 55 today as the Yankees take on the Twins right now. He's six home runs shy of Roger Maris at 61 which is the real home run record, right? Roger Maris at 61, not on juice. Everybody else after that was on the juice. Judge is having his best season as a pro. This is the season leading up to his free agency where the Yankees Yankees couldn't get a deal, right? How do you explain the New York Yankees, who, of course, can afford anything, not affording Aaron Judge? That's baseball. That's baseball. I mean, in a walk year, having his best year as a pro? Crazy. Uh, For the first time this season, the Mets were not alone in first place last night as the Atlanta Braves, defending World Series champions, caught them with 85 wins. A win today put the Mets back up by half game. They've been struggling at the plate the last three weeks, and they just put Max Scherzer on the injured list. How do you explain another New York collapse? This one in Queens, said the Bronx. Baseball. That's baseball. And uh, finally, remember when Christian Yelich won the MVP and was the toughest player in both leagues to pitch to? You know how many home runs he has this year? 12. Batting average? 259. One of those 12 home runs was a 499-foot shot last night and the Brewers lost to the Rockies. It was the longest home run since 2015. How does a player, he's an MVP, to this level, still in his prime athletically, and then hits a 499-foot bomb? Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Right, two days. Lamar Jackson's got two days before he's uh, going to play in the last year of his contract. Game of chicken. I'm the Baltimore Ravens. I'm like, I'm kind of pod committed. If he, doesn't, if he doesn't want, you know, Kyler Murray money, then I don't want to pay him Deshaun Watson guaranteed money. That, that'd be the way that, that I, would, I would look at it. Danny Jeremiah is an NFL analyst. He co-hosts Move the, Move the Sticks podcast. He's also 
the radio voice for the L.A. Chargers, and and he's the lead draft analyst for the NFL Draft on the NFL Network. He'll 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 join us in, in a moment. Dan and Jeremiah joins us now on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, two days left now. Lamar Jackson's like, hey, Friday's my that's it day. Do you think the Ravens get a deal done? I don't know, Doug. Uh, I, I really don't. I mean, I think it's in their best interest to get it done. Um, just get it done now and, and not have to worry about this, not have this hanging over you during the season. And I think with somebody with Lamar's skill set, I want to start paying for that now um, and, and front load as much of that as I can. Um, you know, why he's healthy and, and young and, and really running around. So uh, it's in their best interest to get it done, but I have no clue if they can pull it off. You know, uh, Joe Flacco is going to get the start for at least the first three games. In terms of development, what does this do for Zach Wilson? I actually think it's a good thing for him. I think it allows him to slow down, uh, allows him to watch some more, get healthy, 100% healthy. The schedule's tough, you know, those first eight games that the Jets have this year. So I, I don't mind him sitting. If you just said, you know, coming into the process, you could say, okay, you know, Zach might need to sit a year. And if you look at, you know, missing a handful of games last year and then missing, you know, maybe a handful of games this year, while he didn't do it right to start his career, he's going to basically have a year to sit. And maybe that's the best thing for him. How, how good are they? I think the Jets are vastly improved, and you can go room by room, position by position, and it's hard to argue with the improvements they've made. They've got explosive dudes. They've got depth on the defensive front. Um, they've got a bunch of wideouts and running backs and tight ends. Um, you know, this is uh, it's the tipping point for them. It needs to happen for them because they can't you can't hide behind not having guys. They, they've got guys now, and I know it's a loaded conference and their schedule is brutal, but. You know, they need to approach 500 with the guys they have on their team right now. Yeah, yeah. Dan and Jeremiah joining us, Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, how nervous should Bills fans be with everyone picking the Bills to make a run to the Super Bowl? Yeah, usually it doesn't work out well when everybody jumps on you like that. Um, but, look, you've got, a great, you've got a great quarterback. You've got a really good coach. Um, you're good in the trenches on both sides. The division, while I think it's improved, we just talked about the Jets. I think the Dolphins would be better. The Patriots are the Patriots. I still think they're they're the class of that division. Um, so that's where it starts: win your division and go from there. Uh, I think that's part of it. I think you know I think some people are reticent to pick a team out of the AFC West because it's so loaded. I tend to think that yeah, maybe they won't be the number one seed whoever comes out of the West, but that team's going to be battle tested, having gone through that. And uh, and to be honest with you, I. If you're asking me who my Super Bowl pick was in the AFC, I'd say whoever survives out west. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it it does feel like it it does feel like that's the division. Um, I'm I don't know if you read the ESPN.com article which chronicles Russell Wilson, the seeds of discontent from him, the seeds of discontent from the Seahawks, and the divorce that I guess had to happen. But. Um, it does to me feel like it was just about a new contract, right? Because I know Cowherd said, well, I want to get to the coast, a big media market because his wife's a performer. You look at what happened, you go, yeah, you know, he just wanted a new contract in Seattle. Didn't feel like maybe he was at that level anymore. What, what, what's the takeaway you have from now the, the exodus from Seattle to Denver is complete? Well, you know, like I thought the Seahawks were doing a lot of homework on quarterbacks for the last several years. And, you know, everybody gives lip service to it and 
said, oh, we're just doing our due diligence. But when your head coach and GM are showing up at a bunch of quarterback pro days, uh, it tells me that you're in that market. And, and they weren't necessarily going to sign up for what Russ wanted in terms of the commitment that he was looking for. So, um, no, I think that's absolutely what it was. I think he was you know, frustrated at the fact they wouldn't get this deal done, and I think they were content to, to move on. So, I mean, that to me, if you're looking at who broke up with who, it definitely feels more like to me that the Seahawks broke up with him. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Dana Jeremiah is, in fact, our guest. What about the Rams? What's the biggest challenge for them as they try and repeat as Super Bowl champions? Well, I think that they're always going to be, you know, star-driven, but they're going to be reliant on round picks. And they've done a phenomenal job the last few years. You know, at, at those non-sexy uh, positions, you're talking about interior offensive linemen, safeties, a linebacker there. Um, they hit on those guys. So they need to continue that. They've got to have some of the young guys be ready to roll. Um, and, and more than anything else, you know, we talk about getting star-driven, they've got to you know, avoid the injury bug to those three or four key, key crucial players that they have because the team looks a lot different if you lose, you know, a Ramsey and Aaron Donald, obviously a Matthew Stafford or, or a Cooper Cup. You, you can't afford to lose those guys because it's still a top-heavy group. Dana Jeremiah is our guest. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio, live from the TireRack.com studios. Um, I was listening to some other shows earlier today, and people were waxing poetic about the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings said, obviously, you know, you got three players in skill positions that are really, really good. Defense hasn't been the same in the past couple of years. How far away from the Packers are the Vikings? I think they're a good team. You know, I, I, look, let's see with Kevin O'Connell how they look, how they're different. Um, I, I, you know, I think the offensive line is is okay. I don't think it's a great offensive line. Um, skill position wise, they're in good shape defensively. You know, they've they've got to rush the passer, uh, be a little bit more explosive up front, stay healthy. So, I think they're good. I think they're a playoff caliber team. I still think the Packers are you know, a step ahead of them. I'm not necessarily on that that bandwagon that they're going to eclipse Green Bay. I just I don't think they're as good up front on either side as the Packers are. Yeah, no, the Packers are the Packers do. Here's what's interesting about them. You know, last year when they lost, a lot of people were like, it's cold in Green Bay. They're not really built for the cold. Now you look at their roster and you're like, the wide receivers are just okay. The offensive line looks better. The running books look outstanding. The defense looks outstanding. Did they quietly remake themselves to play in Green Bay in the winter? I think so. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, let's, let's try and, guys, can we try and get, 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 get DJ back in a second? Like, that's one of my things with the Packers is, I don't love the wide receiving core. You know, Alan Lazard got, I guess, got his foot stepped on. He mispracticed today. That's just, you know, I mean, man, I'm, you know, I, but, but the biggest criticism of the, uh, the biggest criticism of the Packers was, hey, they're not really built to play in Green Bay in the winter. Here you are winning all these games, getting home field advantage, and you're, you're a throwing team. This feels like they've they've adjusted to that. They've they've changed that. They they've changed that. Um, Dana Jeremiah joins us. All right, DJ. Um, did did the Packers transform themselves into a team that fits their home field better? Yes. Uh, short answer: Yes. Now they're they're uh, you know their resources have been devoted to the trenches and in both sides, and they're more equipped to play that physical brand of football because. You're going to end up having to run through the 49ers at one point in time, and that's going to be what's required. 
You know, I was looking at um, I, I was looking at other teams that we should pay attention to, and I'm I'm looking at this AFC South, and you and I have talked about Matt Ryan. The Jaguars are in year two of a transformation, and the Urban Meyer thing didn't work, but they did upend everybody on the roster. Wh- wh- how do you see that division going? I'm still bullish on Tennessee. I feel like everybody's just kind of thrown Tennessee away. I think they have a formula that works. They know who they are. Um, you know, this is a team, I know the way it ended last year, but they, they beat all comers in the AFC during the regular season to, on their way to the number one seed. I mean, they're, they're a good football team. They're a physical group. He without Harold Landry with that injury, um, I, I believe in them more than anybody else in that division, and I feel like they're almost kind of the forgotten team in the AFC right now. They are. That's, it's the forgotten division. That's the forgotten team in the AFC as well. We, we didn't talk a lot about the Bengals last year. What's weird is they went to the Super Bowl, nearly won the Super Bowl, and people still aren't talking about the Bengals. How good are they? I think quarterback's exceptional. Um, the, the explosive as anybody. Uh, I think defensively, maybe not household names we saw last year, but Trey Hendricks. I think the sum is greater than their parts. I think they're the division. You know, it's kind of forever. They're not going anywhere. I think they're going to be competitive. I think, to me, the Browns and the Steelers feel more like hover around 500-type teams. And I think the Bengals are going to be better than they were last year. Hmm. What about them? I think that's just, that's just for where they play. You didn't mention the Ravens there again, and part of it is your your cell's still kind of cutting in and out. Yeah. If, the, if the if the Browns and the Steelers are around five hundred teams, and the Bengals are the class of the division, where are the where are the Ravens? No, I think everybody picks the Ravens. I think they're kind of the vote pick, and I think they'll hang around. They're going to be. I think they're the second best team in that division, but I think Cincinnati's a class ahead. Mm. Mm, that that uh, what happens in New York at quarterback? But Giants. Oh, about, huh? with the yeah, with the Giants. I don't know. I, I just I don't think they're set up to be successful. So, you know, I like Daniel Jones. I think he's got a lot of ability. I just don't think it's set up for him to be successful. And I think that leads to, uh, you know, leads to them looking for another one um, this time next year. Plus, they didn't draft that. That front office didn't draft him, right? No ownership of him. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, there's no. He doesn't have a sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals were talked a lot about a lot. Uh, they don't have Nuke Hopkins because of the PED suspension. J.J. Watts out of practice today. We don't know about how explosive he'll be at this point in his career. But there are definitely some pieces that you, that you like. Kyler Murray back. He was awful in the playoffs, but he's been good, especially early season the past couple of years. Do, do they level off or do they continue their upward climb? I think they level off. Um, but to me, maybe more of a product of what's in their division more so than them. Um, I just think they're kind of a sneaky old team. Um, and I look around that division. I love the 49ers. The Rams are, you know, are, are going to be right there again. We'll see them Thursday. But um, I don't know. Seattle, I think. The, Seattle always has a high floor to me. Even if they're bad, Pete Carroll is going to have them playing so hard that they're going to be competitive in these games. So I, I just, I'm not a believer in the Cardinals. Other years I have been. That's not one of them. Yeah, Um I'm with you. Jerry Jones says you have to think one plus one equals three. I don't know. I I don't really know what he's referring to. Do you? No, I had never heard that one. He's got a couple phrases I had not heard of before. That's definitely uh, to the top of the list. I don't know what he's getting at. So, um, Cowboys, offensive line's a mess. 
How tough will this year be? I don't feel great about relying on a 40-year-old, you know, to to decide he wants to play again. And I was with Jason Peters. He's a Hall of Famer. He's, you know, as good as it gets in his prime, but he's 40 years old, man. It's just, there's no way. I, I'm not I'm not buying into that one. So I, I think, you know, I, I like Dak a lot. I, I believe in some of the studs they have on defense. They can create turnovers. I like Dan Quinn a lot. Um, but offensive line-wise, that, that gives me pause. And, and a division with the Eagles can run eight defensive linemen at you. I would have said the Cowboys a couple months ago that Tyron Smith injury is huge. I think it's enough to swing that division in favor of Philadelphia. All right, let's get to the Niners. They continue to be the talk of the week. Supposedly, uh, Trey Lance kind of annoyed that Jimmy Garoppolo's back in the quarterback room. Um, and I said, like, he, he does actually have every right to. You know, you want... You want to have confidence, but you want people to think they have confidence in you, regardless of whether or not it makes total sense for the team, for him and his growth, it's going to be more difficult. Does it matter? Are they good enough where it doesn't matter that Jimmy Garoppolo is looking over his shoulder? I don't think it does, but man, it's crucial they get off to a good start, you know, for Trey and for the team and and for everything going forward, because the last thing you want to do is start one and three, and here come those questions. Um so I, I'm confident in him. I, I, I actually, you know, I think he's going to do great. And I think, you know, we won't be talking about Jimmy at all, but it is going to be big that they get off to a good start. DJ, great stuff as always. Uh, Padres are playing better, right? Are they, they playing better? No, nah. actually they're not. Yeah. Nah. We're, up, we're still up by three in the last wild card, Doug. We're still up by three. So you got that going for you, which is nice. Yeah, the Brewers suck too, apparently, so that helps. Yes, they do. They do. We were just talking about Christian Yelich. Like, he had a big home run yesterday, but like, I don't know, MVP, future superstar, just a guy now. Weird. Yeah, crazy. Weird. Weird. That's that's baseball. All right, dude, have a good uh, first weekend. Rams, Rams, uh, excuse me, Raiders, Chargers, right? Raiders, Chargers. Let's go. Raiders, Chargers, 125 on Sunday at SoFi. Prediction fun, what? man. I know, prediction what? Uh, prediction, I'm going to say 82 degrees. Is that what you're asking? No, it's been like a hundred degrees. It's been crazy hot. <laughs> crazy yeah, hot. It's, it's been crazy hot, man. Look, uh, I think I think uh, I'm hoping that we have a shootout, man. All, all these offensive weapons. I know that both those teams have pass rushers uh, galore, but I'm hoping we get what we got at the end of the year, which is a shootout. Let's have a fun one. Um, by the way, SoFi today ninety two, tomorrow ninety five, ninety eight Friday, cool. and then supposedly like thunderstorms on Saturday, and then cooling off to back to seventy nine and how it's supposed to be right. in Southern California. There we go. There we go. Now we're talking. Yeah, yeah. Tires were melting. People were melting up until <laughs> Sunday game time. So we'll 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 see. Great stuff. Thanks. Thanks so much for joining us, DJ. See you, bud. Dana Jeremiah joining us on the Tyrac.com studios. Coming up next to the Doug Gottlieb Show, Aaron Rodgers didn't hold back when talking about the rest of the NFC North. What did he say? Find out next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Jason Stewart kind of invented a segment this summer. and give you credit for it. And the idea of the segment was, hey, when you get to like a Wednesday in the summer, whew, pickings are slim and there's lots of topics, yet we don't want to be cheeseball, you know, um, survey radio sort of topics. But we can have some fun with, you know, once a week. And um, it's the middle of the day, the middle of the week. And so we kind of do an off topic topic. But in this case, it's a on topic topic. We call it the midway. Stuck in the middle. It's time for Stuck in the Middle, the Midway. 
Where's that? Where's that? I was, I was waiting for the midway music there, Ramos. <laughs> Jason and I were talking about something, so sorry. What were you talking about? Oh, just me? No, no. <laughs> it was not you. It was a show related to this segment right here that we're doing. So I just want to make sure we're on the same page. That's all. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um. The Midway. The Doug Gottlieb Show is live from the TireRack.com studios. What's the topic today? T- tell me what we, de- what we decided the topic was, because there's a bunch of texts on backup quarterbacks, right? Correct. So uh, my, my thinking was this. As soon as we saw today that uh, Joe Flacco is going to be the New York Jets starting quarterback for the next four weeks uh, or three weeks, whatever, I thought, you know what? There are a lot of stories of backups that got their shot made the most of it now made the most of it is left to interpretation whether they they won that the rest of that game the rest of that season or literally made a career because they came in for an injured quarterback or were just decided to be the uh the quarterback after the first quarterback stunk so anyways long way of saying like what comes to mind when you think about that one backup quarterback that got their shot and made the most of it and it was fun to watch and it was like exciting. And I've got a couple a couple of them I wanted to throw out, okay? Both of them were in the late 90s. One of them they just made a movie about. Everyone knows about the Kurt Warner story. I don't really need to get into that. That's pretty cool. But I remember Randall Cunningham and the Vikings. Um, I think it was Brad Johnson who, uh, mm-hmm. who who got injured after a couple weeks in 98. And Randall Cunningham came in, and they almost like ran the table. They went like 15-1. and one. It was one Randy Moss's rookie season. or I mean, it was an amazing team to watch. And they came like a Gary Anderson field goal miss away from going to the Super Bowl that year. That's right. Just an incredible backup Gary Anderson's story. only miss only miss of the year, by the way. That's right. That's it's right. Only miss of the year. So mine is Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham. I like that one. Yeah. I like that one. Uh, Dan Byer, do you have a backup I, quarterback story? I, I have two, and I'll try to make them as brief as I can. But by the way, are we only doing NFL? No, I. We could do college, right? Oh, sure, yeah. 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 Okay. Or high school. No parameters. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> University cool. of Laverne. Johnny Mox. Division three. The reason, Johnny Mox. <laughs> the reason I became a Seahawks fan was because in 1983, Dave Craig, who was from near my hometown in Wisconsin, uh, ended up taking over for Jim Zorn mid-season of uh, the Seahawks season. And they went on a magical run to the AFC Championship game. They upset the, uh, the Dolphins at the Orange Bowl in in Miami, and they ended up losing to the LA Raiders, and the Raiders went on to win the Super Bowl. But uh, that's why I became a Seahawks fan was because of Dave Craig, and my mom knew his dad. I got to meet the Seahawks the next season, so him taking over for Jim Zorn mid nineteen eighty three is you know was a big reason why we started following the Seahawks. But then I would go fast forward a decade later when I was at Lambeau Field, and Don Mikowski got hurt in a game against the Bengals. Who came in? Ooh. Brett Favre. Yes, uh, rallied the, the Magic Packers Man. back. Magic Man, and that yes, that was and Green Bay never looked back. That was that was, it was actually Game Zero because Favre started the next week, starting the consecutive game streak. But his first uh, game appearance in Green Bay came uh, against the Bengals when Domikowski got hurt, and the, the rest Magic was history. Man. The Magic Man, Domikowski. 
Um, okay, John Ramos? The one that sticks out to me uh, was, I believe, it was it was a Jeff Hostetler. I think Phil Simms was the starting quarterback for the Giants, and I think they had won a Super Bowl in the previous years with him. And I think Sims got injured like halfway through the season. Hostetler came in and led the Giants to the Super Bowl. I think they they I think it was Super Bowl twenty five. I think they beat the Broncos. Bills. The Bills. Okay, I knew it was a B team. Broncos. They won in Super Bowl twenty one. Okay, so yeah, so that one sticks out to me as Jeff Hostetler taking the Giants over from a wonderful Phil Sims and leading the team to the Super Bowl. So that as a young guy, I was twenty one years old when that happened. I remember it, and that was one that stuck out in my mind. That was the uh, that was a Scott Norwood game, yeah. Yes. And, and then he got a big contract from the Raiders. The Raiders were really good that, at that in the 90s, taking yeah, the Super Bowl yes. MVP and giving him a lot of money. <laughs> Larry Brown. Yeah. Larry Brown, right? And then they Desmond Howard Brown. eventually. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, I got one college. The Midway. Okay, this is, we talk UCLA football. 1992, a guy named John Barnes was a walk-on third-string quarterback at UCLA. He started against USC. They were down 31-17 entering the fourth quarter and won 38-37. John Barnes threw for, in his entire UCLA career, like 900 yards. He threw for, I want to say it was like close to 400. It was like, um, oh man. I think he threw for like 385 yards. He played at Saddleback Community College, at Western Oregon, and at UC Santa Barbara. And I didn't even know UC Santa Barbara had a football team, let alone a D3 <laughs> football team. He walked in to ask Terry Donahue to walk to, if he could walk on. He was wearing a suit, right? And he, he, his one start was the USC game, and he authored one of the great comebacks in the, uh, in the, in the history of, of UCLA-USC. So that's the backup quarterback that I was... I was most thinking of. I vaguely remember that. Okay. Um, and then, I mean, Colin Kaepernick, anybody? Yeah. So Colin Kaepernick was a second-round draft pick of the San Francisco 49ers. What I think people forget about Kaepernick is that two games before he finally got a chance to start, one game before he got a chance to go in, um, Alex Smith actually had a perfect game. So this is in 2012, right? 2012, the San Francisco 49ers were coming off of an NFC, I, I think an NFC title game. I think they went to the NFC title game, right? And before the bye, before the bye, Alex Smith had like a perfect game against, I want to say the Arizona Cardinals. And when I say perfect game, I mean like his quarterback rating was a perfect quarterback rating. He was 18 of 19, 232 touchdowns, uh, 232 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Like perfect game, perfect quarterback rating. So Kaepernick comes in, plays a little bit. Then they play the Rams and Smith gets hurt. So Kaepernick comes in. And after that, Kaepernick led them. They beat the Bears. They beat the Saints, who had beaten them the year before in the playoffs. Um, they lost to the Rams in a, in a close game in overtime, beat the Dolphins, 
beat the Patriots, lost the Seahawks, beat the Cardinals, and then, again, beat the Packers in the playoffs, which the Niners seem to always do, then beat the Falcons in the playoffs. That was when um, Aaron Rodgers, I think he had like guys off the street playing cornerback, and then lost <laughs> to the Ravens on a last-second throw where they threw a fade in the end zone. Colin Kaepernick, there's, your, there, there's a backup quarterback story. The Midway. I like that one. I, I, I think that there um, – wasn't it the same year, Dan, that uh, – that Matt Flynn uh, backed up Aaron Rodgers for one game and threw six touchdowns and then got a massive deal from your Seahawks only for Russell Wilson to be drafted that year? Yes. To bring this hour full circle? Yes. And took him. That was uh, that would have been – Wilson's rookie year was the year the Niners went to the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl Forty Seven. So I think that's 2012. I, so Matt Flynn. I know we're running out of time, but what about Matt Castle? Didn't Matt Castle back up sure. Tom Brady when yeah, he got he wasn't hurt? The back, he wasn't the backup when he went to Kansas City. He was signed as a free agent. Right. But Matt wh- Castle led him to 11 wins. Yeah. But they didn't make the playoffs. Oh, okay. They didn't make the And playoffs. remember that team. Here's one thing. They led him to 11 wins. They actually won 18 games. They went 16-0 the year before. So everyone was, there was no drop-off. Five wins is a massive drop-off from 16-0 to 11-5. and five, And obviously an easy schedule if they didn't make the playoffs. The Brady story is an obvious one. Uh, I, I would also point this out, and I don't think we look at it as the backup because we assumed he was going to be the starter at some point anyway, but just how Justin Herbert became the starter with the Chargers is <laughs> one of those stories that 20 years from now you're going to be like, you won't believe this. So, you know, Justin Herbert, the guy who's won four Super Bowls for the Chargers, you know him, <laughs> well, he got his start because the team doctor punctured the lung of the quarterback before him. Like, you want to talk about crazy stories. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Yes. I knew they shouldn't have hired Dr. Feelgood. I knew that that was a bad hire at the time. <laughs> no, the, 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 the Chargers doctor, I, here's, here's a dated reference. Do you guys remember Cannonball Run? Yes. Of course. Remember the doctor in Cannonball Run? Uh, was it Christopher Lloyd or no? Who was it? No. Marty um, Feldman? I think, it, no, it wasn't Dom DeLuise. Seuss? Was it Dr. Seuss? <laughs> no, it was Jack Elam, who okay, plays yeah. uh, Jack Elam. L- look up Jack Elam. Yeah. Yep. And he, he's the one with the, um, he lost his vision in one of his eye. He had a wandering left eye. That's why I thought it was Marty Feldman. Yeah, they got the wandering eye thing going on, both of them. The Midway. Say wandering eye or lazy eye? Um... I think Maybe it's one called of each. Wandering okay. Eye. <laughs> right. One of each. Wandering Eyes when you're lazy, when, lazy. when you're married, lazy eyes when you're not. Is that right? I, I was always the lazy one. Do we have any other backup quarterbacks <laughs> stories? Uh, t- <laughs> uh, t- <laughs> what a conversation. Oh. Uh, but I think lazy eye is the term, though. No, I yeah, think wandering yeah, eye yeah. is the term. No, wandering eye is someone who's looking at someone else. The lazy eye is when the, the eye is a little off center and looking a different way than the other one. Um, wandering eye is a type of eye conditioning. A type of eye condition. Wow. Maybe caused by damage to the retina or muscles that control the eye, stroke, or brain injury, uncorrected refractive error potato, like potato. farsightedness. I okay. would say like the hold on. Let's 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 see the lazy eye. By the way, lazy eye may may be <laughs> may not be acceptable now in uh, 2022. I, I didn't call it lazy. 
By the lazy way, eye is reduced vision caused by abnormal visual development early in life. Oh my the God. weaker or lazy eye wanders inward. Wow. Oh, wow. Wanders? <laughs> it sounds like the same type of thing. It is the midway. By the way, uh, Lazy Eye was a great one-hit wonder song by the Silver Sun Pickups about 10 years ago. Lazy Eye Wait. is a great, great, name for, uh, great name for a band. I, tell you, I, my, I try to tell my daughter, she's, she, they have a band. They, play to, they, they just do garage stuff right now together. And I was like, I got a great name for your band. Crazy Cat Lady. Crazy Cat Lady. It's a great name for a band, right? Yeah, Girl band? very good. Crazy Cat Lady. What about Hungry Eyes? Oh, that's a song. <laughs> I look at you and I... Right? <laughs> that's not the Patrick Swayze song, is it? It's Hungry Heart. Hungry Heart, yeah. <laughs> uh, who, who did Hungry Eyes? I, I thought it was Eric Carmen. Is that it? It is Eric yeah. Carmen, yeah. Eric Cartman? Yeah. <laughs> Steve Hartman? <laughs> hey, screw you guys. The Midway. Oh. Let's get back to backup quarterbacks. By the way, Dak Prescott was just offered up. Dak Prescott's a great story of a backup quarterback, yes. right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we all we all do, in fact, start uh, start start somewhere. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio, live from the TireRack.com studios. That was that was fun. I kind of want to keep doing that. Do we need to do this Tom Brady oh. thing? <laughs> Tom Brady was originally a backup, right? I think almost every team has a story of a guy being a backup. Bills, Frank Reich, right? Um, Jets, was Chad Pennington a backup who became the starter? Was he a backup to Vinny Testaverde? That's what, that's what I want to say. I want to yep, think yep. so. Um, obviously. But Pen- what, wasn't Pennington a first-round pick? I don't think Pennington was a first-round okay. pick. I thought he was maybe a late first. I could be, I very well could be wrong, so. No, I, I don't. Um, let's see here. Chad Pennington was uh, drafted. He was in the first round. You are right. I am incorrect. How about what's uh, his face? 18th pick of the first round. He's one of my favorite players. What? What's the, his face? The last uh, the last Lions <laughs> team that went to the playoffs. Was it Mitchell? Wasn't he a uh, backup quarterback? Uh, Eric Kramer. Oh, I thought in. it was Mitchell. But they also Mi- had Mitchell. Uh, what was his name? The left-handed cat. Scott yeah. Mitchell. Scott Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah, but Eric Kramer's the one that led them to the NFC Championship game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Packers, we mentioned Don Mikowski, right? You know, Rich Gannon was a backup for a long time. And then kind of became the starter. And then became the MVP MVP. with the Raiders. Rich Gannon was drafted as a defensive back with the Kansas City Chiefs. Drafted as a defensive back. It's a real thing. Um, Tampa, was Dilfer the starter the whole year in Tampa when they won the Super Bowl? Uh, in Baltimore, oh, no, Brian Johnson. Huh? In Baltimore. Because no, no, Dilfer no. was the first-round pick. He was, like, sixth overall by Tampa when he was drafted. And then, and then when, but when Brad Johnson won the Super Bowl, was he the quarterback the whole year? Yes, I think he was. Okay. But but Dilfer himself was a backup with the Ravens, no? Uh, I, I don't know if he was. I, I don't Tony know. Banks oh. was QB one to start the Tony Banks. Yeah. That's a great one. Tony Banks is a great I'll, reference. He was drafted by the Rams. I want to say I mentioned Favre, Michigan State. I, I, yep. me, I mentioned Favre earlier, and how many of the backups to Favre went and had success? Of Mark Brunel, Matt Hasselbeck, Aaron Brooks had success. I mean, Kurt Warner was you know like part of Kurt Warner's story was him being in Green Bay, but Aaron Brooks got run in New Orleans for a while. They were all backups to Favre, second, third team, and 
Yeah, that's it was, right. It's kind of a fact. It's almost a factory that they had there. Brad Johnson uh, was the starter. Rob Johnson, no relation, got some starts that same year for for Tampa. Um, so did uh, and uh, Rob Johnson. I actually have seen he lives close to me. Dude's in incredible shape. He's a big hot yoga guy, like no fat, no no sugar. He's super clean. He's it. It's he's in remarkable shape. Yeah, I remember Rob. He's a good yeah, guy. Rob, Rob he Johnson. started the uh, Music City Miracle. For the Bills. He did. He did. There you go. There was a there backup situation there, too. That was when Flutie had his thing, right? Doug Flutie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah remember Flutie. Remember what? Flutie? He had the uh, drop kick. Yeah, I think his last game he had a drop kick extra point. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Yes. We're missing one one big one. We, we forgot about this. Um, who was the backup for Washington in 1986 behind Jay Schrader? Doug Williams. There it is. Boom. I wonder what, what, what it felt like. What was the question he was asked at the Super Bowl? What um, it, what's it like? Or it, it was it was a foreign reporter. How long have you been a black quarterback? That's it. Something like that. Yeah. How long have you been a black quarterback? That was one of those. Mm, people think saying talk about is a bad question because it's not a question. That one would be the worst. Uh, I don't know. As long as I can remember. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.